I have to tell you that I am extremely excited to be here. I shared with the first service, the 820 service, that two weeks ago my daughter received her learner's permit. So yesterday was the first day we went driving. I really mean I'm glad to be here. I was telling them this morning I had to tell her to stop the car three times before she stopped the car. So, Alan, when you sang, thank God for grace, (laughs) I really felt it. A few months ago, I read an article in one of my subscription magazines, and yes, I still receive a few magazines in the mail. Clive Thompson, a journalist for Wired Magazine, wrote an article about friction engineering. Friction as we know it is necessary and in its simplest form is defined as a resistance force that slows down or prevents motion. So as we move into a season of thankfulness, Black Friday shopping, And today's passage, this morning I wanted us for a moment to be in praise of friction. A recent study in comparison shopping claims, because it's quick and convenient, one in five of us succumb weekly to spontaneous online purchases. I'm curious to know how many of us in this space succumb to these weekly online sprees. Don't look at anybody. I can see who you are. This quick and convenient spontaneity results in around $17 billion in impulse buys. Today, we often think that speed improves life. The faster we do things, the better off we are. I am guilty of rushing from place to place, spending time visiting with neighbors and friends, actually spending less time with neighbors and friends. I'm often fast-forwarding through shows I have recorded, and I am guilty of measuring time because it feels like I don't have enough. It seems as if speed improves life. But today, I would like for you to join me to be in praise of friction. Thompson's article on friction engineering researches software that is designed to help consumers rein in on their impulses, not to speed us up, but to slow us down. In essence, it forces us to stop and ponder, do I really need this? Am I making an impulse buy or a decision that will not only impact me, my family, and my community? See, because the more we buy online, though fast and convenient, we buy less locally. We see our neighbors less, and we meet fewer people in our lives. Our passage this morning reminds me of friction engineering. 
where Jesus, through his prophetic message, is not speeding up the disciples nor us to witness the doom and gloom that is to come. Wars and rumors of wars, the rise of nations against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms, local earthquakes and famines, but to slow them down, to slow us down, forcing us to ponder the words of Jesus Christ and this process of salvation and new birth. See, things must end before a new world might be made available by God. In my mind, this passion is about friction. Jesus in chapter 13 is outside of the temple when an unnamed disciple exclaims in awe, Look, teacher, what large stones and large buildings. These large blocks of stone make up a portion of what is known today as the Wailing Wall. It continues to provide visual evidence of this massive architecture that inspired this disciple's expression. But to Jesus, this was an opportunity to challenge the unknown disciple, to look beyond appearances, to look beyond what he could see, and give prophetic insight to the reality of what is to come. The temple will be torn down. Think about this, how this stunning prophecy where destruction is imminent would sound to the disciples as they're overlooking this magnificent view, and because of what they see, they can't fathom what they hear. So like anyone who is curious to know the truth from a trusted teacher, they say to Jesus, tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus' response opens with a warning. A warning that may be addressed to us, just as well as the disciples. Beware that no one leads you astray in verse 5. and verse 6 through 8, he says, Play close attention. This is the general earthly troubles that we will see and experience. This lectionary passage seems oddly placed, particularly this week where families and friends travel to see each other and neighbors gather in joy, coupled with our everyday news-induced lives where we bear witness to epidemics, food recalls, political turbulence, natural disasters, predictions for the economy. You may be like me, overwhelmed, saying how in the midst of this joyful season can Christ drop in apocalyptic message. This is where I put the brakes on and where friction engineering begins to formulate. I hear stop, slow down, stop, slow down. See, apocalyptic or end time warnings can seem overwhelming, even frightening. But this is not the intent for this passage. 
when Jesus goes apocalyptic and speaks of the end times, he's not predicting the future. He is speaking of the precariousness of what is going on today. This temple, this world is not as stable as we think. Nothing that seems established will finally stand. Not the temple, not our nations, not the land, not the sky can be considered stable. Our homes, our relationships, communities, everything is or will be shaken. And the shaking itself Jesus warns, is the new birth of the world. This is the good news, not to scare us or give us cause for concern, but instead to to point to the important things in life, to point to the one who sacrificed for us, to point to God's work of love, to point to hope, to point to the assurance of our faith, to point that we are a forgiven people and to encourage one another. See, we can weather the storms and trials that come. We can move forward in our faith because we know that Christ will return. And we can look expectantly to God's future, which is today. Our passage this morning gives us pause and reason to grow and strive in the acknowledge and love of God, witnessing and serving in Jesus' name while trusting in the Lord's faithfulness. It also means resisting those false messiahs and the temptation to second-guess God's timetable. As a community, we cannot be drawn off course from where God intends for us to be, caring for others. We cannot care for others if we do not stop long enough to see the other. Stop. Slow down and be in praise of friction. Some of you may be familiar with Nextdoor, an app founded in 2008, where real-life neighbors in real time are able to talk to one another. Conversations range from lost dogs, lost cats, items for sale, event postings, neighbors complaining, and a crime reporting tool. But over time, Nextdoor began to experience an ongoing surge of neighbors reporting unusual and suspicious activities when it came to people of color. They found neighbors were quick to report when a person of color simply walked by their house or simply walked within the neighborhood. Next door was being bombarded with suspicious activity reports until they incorporated friction engineering. This new component 
required neighbors to list specifically details as to why this person was suspicious, what they were wearing, what they were driving, what they looked like, what they were doing, and required a more in-depth reporting, this friction engineering helped those in next door to stop, slow down, and think. So I want you to imagine that Jesus Christ is our friction engineer, prodding us to stop, to slow down, to see those who do not look like us, to stop, to slow down, to pray and to worship, to stop, to slow down to give abundantly, to stop and slow down. Because Christ wants us to serve. This week is Thanksgiving. Some of us are already anxiety-ridden. Some of us are already anxiety-ridden. Stop. Slow down. And know that God is with you. Stop. Slow down. And appreciate the beauty of your friends and family, no matter how crazy they may be. Stop. Slow down. And enjoy the season. God is with us. This passage is not to fill us with fright or fear. It's to give us hope of what's to come and what's already here and now. The kingdom of God. So stop. Slow down. And know that God is with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for every opportunity to stop, to slow down, to hear from you, to feel your presence, to know that we are loved and forgiven by you. We thank you for this opportunity to be in praise of friction. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for all that you're doing and all that you are about to do. Use us for your glory. In Christ's name we do pray. Let the church say, Amen.